Live from the Disneyland Resort and points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition for the week of June 14th, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Tony Spatel, and Disboard's moderator, Mary Jo Mulatto Willie. In this week's show, we are covering the annual passholder preview of Cars Land and Buena Vista Street. And that's all we have. <laughs> Hello, team. How are you? It's a <laughs> special edition. It is. I'm sitting out in the parking lot behind the Frontier Tower at the Disneyland Hotel. In Anaheim? So that is bad. And Anaheim PD is about to roll up on you, so you better watch yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Security's driving by now. How is everyone? Great. Good. We, we just all went to Carsland. Had a fantastic weekend. Good. I think all of uh, us let's at talk this about point. Cars? What should we talk about? Um, bathrooms. I don't know. <laughs> We could start with Buena Vista Street since that's how we came in. Okay. That was a nice surprise for a lot of people. That was sure. a nice surprise because we, we weren't prepared for Buena Vista Street to be open and we really weren't prepared for the shops to be open. Um, yeah, I think, I, know. I think Buena Vista Street is gorgeous. I don't know about you guys. Oh my gosh. I, I'm already in love there. It's beautiful. We'll explain just a little bit for the folks that didn't get to go to the preview. We were handed our preview tickets and told to go to a special turnstile for admission into Disney California Adventure. And as soon as we cleared the turnstile, they immediately ushered us to a special door to go inside the park. Well, for those of us who have been around, we realized very quickly that this was a construction door cut in the construction wall that led directly to the lower end of Buena Vista Street. So the first view we got was straight down all the way to the Carthay Circle Theater. It well, was all the way impressive. To the wall, all the way to the wall in front of the Carthay Circle. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yes, Carthay exactly. Circle Theater still pokes up above the, the Glendale yeah, Bridge, yeah. so... It reminded me of the original Willy Wonka movie when you're in the little door and then you open it and then there's the huge candy land because I went in there and I was just in awe. I was in awe and I remember I was – Mary Jo and I went together today. She went twice to get today and um, – or the day we're taping and I know she went with Wayne er, – Wayne and her went earlier. When I went in there, when I was talking to her, I said it was like Disney Hollywood Studios but better. Oh yeah, I thought it was like Disney Disney Hollywood Studios, but better, like the final draft. It, Absolutely, it was, it, right. it looks just great. It is it, it is a breathtaking first impression when you hit that main street. And they had they had the red car trolley out. They had characters out. I don't know if they had characters out today. Yes. Oh, they did. But yeah, we we, we got, walked through last night. And, there were maybe 20 people in the area, and Mickey and, and Pluto were out there playing with the kids, running around. And and one of the things I liked is when I got there, I felt like I was in old L.A. It, it yeah. was, I, I was immersed immediately into the, um, the Art Deco look, I believe that was. Um, mm-hmm. The characters, the music, everything was just 
It was the just background so music was wonderful. The the regular background track that they're going to play on Buena Vista Street was just mm-hmm. excellent. Really wonderful. They even had. Does, has he, did anybody stand in front of? I think it's in front of Luis Los Feliz Five and Dime. Upstairs, there's a optometrist. Yes. Well, yes. I, we and heard the have, dance studio. Okay, that's they have on the other side of the street. Yeah. Just like just like they do back in the the, the corner by on Main Street by the Main Street Cone Shop, where you hear the dentist and things like that. They they have those kind of tracks playing upstairs. It just adds life it's, to it's it's, you. So feel like you're detail. really in a town. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I loved yeah. the Mickey costume. He was Mickey just all great. I was just you, you go in and you're just okay. I I, I thought was okay. A billion dollars. Okay, good. They, they got their money's worth. Like. I, I didn't think they did a good job. All right. It was amazing. F- go ahead. No, you go. No, because I was going to say it was amazing. I just, just, you were kind of like that. Um, sorry to bring a sports analogy. Like, yes, finally we won. <laughs> like you went in there because after being there for 10 years, the, the park, how many ever is like, okay, it's good. You go in there and you're like, okay, I, see, I knew they could do it. Like, like yeah. you're proud of yeah. them for finally hitting that last shot. Yeah. And like, yes, all right, they did it. Well, and let's talk about proud. Every every single cast member we ran into over the course of oh, the event yeah. was so beaming about how wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they, welcome, they were so yeah, happy to, to our be park. there. Yes. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to admit, when they first started demolishing the California Adventure that we now remember is in our memory, I was really sad to see the Golden Gate leave and the mural leave, but walking in to this new California adventure to see, to imagine how Walt saw the city when he first came to see the characters. And um, I'm, we'll talk about them later, but the, uh, the street characters that, that just add so much atmosphere. I was so excited to see mm-hmm. all of this new, I, I was so happy to be there. And, and like you guys said, the cast members are so happy. There was like a, like this electric buzz of excitement walk f- that that I felt as I walked through the street. It's it's it almost the right. difference between it's almost the difference between walking down the trendy section of Melrose and then all of a sudden finding yourself on Rodeo Drive. I wow. was very impressed with the Mulholland Bridge. <laughs> it's I, not the Mulholland Bridge. Sorry. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, you don't live here, so it's okay for you. I, I don't know why <laughs> that name popped into my head. Well, because Mulholland was such a critical part in bringing water to the city. Yeah. Wayne, did you set That's this true. up so Nancy could give like a five-minute segment? <laughs> no, uh, no, right? Okay, no, okay, Tony. Tom has to edit that much more. <laughs> okay. No, okay, Tony. The the deal. No, I don't. Is... I don't need to learn. I don't need to learn. I'll wait for your blog and then I'll learn about it. <laughs> Any, <anything. laughs> no, there's actually a anything. big giant fa- fountain to in dedicated to uh, William Mulholland, like the next freeway exit down from the Glendale Hyperion Bridge. Okay. 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 Uh, anyway, anyway, the monorail goes over the Glendale Hyperion Bridge in Buena Vista Street. And I was so impressed with how that bridge looked, not because you notice it that much, but because it actually blends into the scenery and doesn't overpower the scene. Right. In fact, 
you almost you almost don't right. notice the monorail at all. It's it seems to be a little taller and, and the monorail is almost hidden. I'm sure the guests on board get to see down into Buena Vista Street, right. but from looking up at it at the top, it doesn't interfere with the area look. I liked that. And it and it seems like they've widened the walkway also. From side to side, I agree. Yeah. It feels so spacious. Everything's yeah. very spacious over there. It, was, it almost, yeah, it almost appeared before it was a bottleneck going under the under the Golden Gate Bridge, but now it's just wide open. I thought the same thing, and um, actually, when I was in the shops, I thought the same thing. They did mention to me, well, also, there's not a lot of people here. And I thought, okay, that's true, but they yeah. did no, say that they expand. Space. They did they actually say they lowered the ceilings, which gives the illusion, and then they also mm-hmm. expanded it out a little bit. So there was. They seemed to make. The, not to get into the whole store thing, but again, they there was more area for traffic. traffic well, there are whole different types of fixtures too. I mean, the fixtures are just more characteristic, and there's a lot more space between the fixtures. There really is. I was just kind of trying to support the point that there seems to be more room. Yes. Everywhere. Right. And how about those stores? Oh, Do gosh. you believe how much? They did on the inside of those buildings oh, yeah. for just a simple, I mean, let's face it, they're a simple souvenir store. These are now works of art inside, and yeah. every section from, from the front to the, the, all the way up the street, every section has a little different look, has a little different set of fixtures and carpeting and paint and trim. Mm-hmm. They all have their own character. And it's a hundred percent redone. It's. Yep. I'm going to use the phrase, Tony. It is so fresh. Fresh. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? what? Um, I thought of it's. Inter- look, this is so beautiful because I thought of your. Have you noticed? And I'm not a person who does. Have you noticed? But in everywhere I was in Buena Vista Street, I was forced to have you noticed. Look yeah, at you that. can't help look, it, right? Look at that little thing. Look at that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. It's it's so amazingly well themed. And I love, okay, since we're in the stores now, I bought stuff and I was trying to not buy stuff because I'm about to go to Disney World. And then I how, thought, wait, if I buy How can st- you not? <laughs> okay, if I buy stuff, I'm going to be the only one in Disney World with this stuff. So I'm definitely buying it. I was very happy because I saw things that were only related to either Buena Vista Street or yep. um, Cars Land. And I know one of the arguments that the Orlando team has made and mm-hmm. I've agreed is just right. basic Disney park souvenirs. So I will come clean with the three baseball hats I bought. Um, <laughs> the red you only got three. Well, th- that was basically, I got all the ones that, yeah, I ended up getting three. I had two and I was done. And then I, after I left cars, Land, I went to Buena Vista street to leave and oh, I never seen that one before. And yeah, the merchandise, what I loved was the fact that it wasn't Disney parks merchandise and it was, mm-hmm. Specific things, and what I noticed, I remember hearing or reading about Harry Potter Land, how they didn't want things that you purchased there to be things that you purchased about Harry Potter Land. You were immersed in this land, and right. you were supposed to buy things as if you were there. And the three hats I got were, one was on about the trolley, and it was like I was just a fan of the red car trolley. It had nothing to do with the ride, the red car trolley. And, right. then, and then the two things in Cars Land, it's like I I just happened to go to Luigi's Flying Tire Shop and got a hat that, like, like I, I just went, like I would get an In-N-Out t-shirt or something. And yeah, the other one, yeah. I loved it. 
I went, how could I not get this? How can I not wear this to Orlando when nobody else will have it? And then they'll ask me about it. And then I can mention mm-hmm. the podcast and Nancy's blog. And it just wasn't one or two items. They had a lot of Buena Vista Street specific. They had some brand new Disney California Adventure specific stuff with their new logo theme, which looks just great. And that Storyteller's collection is awesome with Walt and Mickey. Yes. Really wonderful. Really nice. Antique looking stuff. And what I really liked about it was as someone who said, and not to bring up Disney World again, but, um, Going to Disney World, okay, this time I'm not, I'm going to focus on purchasing less souvenirs because I have too much Disney stuff. And if I wear all this Disney stuff, people think I might do a Disneyland podcast. I need to <laughs> – but um, this stuff is stuff you could wear without it being in-your-face Disney because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like the Cars Land stuff, you can't people, – people walking down the street that won't know right. won't know, which I think yeah. makes it even cooler. That's I one of the things I like about the low and slow line. Uh, at Ramones is the, it's got a, a funk, right. it's got yeah. a, a little funkability to it. This uh-huh. just, yeah. When I went in that shop, I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't, I have my gift card. I did the Wayne idea. I got my gift card for my Orlando trip. No, this is for Orlando, not for here <laughs> because there were so many unique, uh, California adventure specific <laughs> night, uh, the Walt line, all that stuff. So much stuff that you wanted to buy. It's okay, funny you mentioned have- the gift card because I did the exact same thing. At, at the very first purchase, I said, I'm not dealing with cash all day, and I got the gift card, and that became my purchase thing, which had a side benefit of I didn't notice how much I was spending all day, which was good. Uh-oh. And I really like that the, that the merchandise is so unique to the park. You're mm-hmm. not going to see this merchandise at Disneyland. I, I just love the merchandise they have there, and that the clotheslines that they have at um, California Adventure on Buena Vista Street are were unlike the the clothes that they have at Disneyland. So yeah, I also bought merchandise, and I know that on Friday I will pull out my credit card and buy some more. A lot of cool things at the park. Not to direct the conversation, but let's go across so the I, street I think now. I know to the uh-huh. goodies. <laughs> well, yeah, because now you cross to the other side. And now we have the four basic food groups, right? Starting with the Trolley Treats Candy Kitchen. (laughs) Well, let me, before you go there. Coffee, ice cream, and sandwiches. I think that's a, yeah. But before you go there, I do want to say that I like the fact that when we come in the Buena Vista Street, the first food items we see are the fruits and the the more healthier um, selections. Selections. Before we get to the fast food <laughs> treats and candies, yeah. I mean, we may have walked right past them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and and that was nice the way they set that up too, because yeah. it's not just some random little cart that they pushed into the front of the square. It's a whole right. little store with a little building and little shelves. It looks like and they a neighborhood set, market. Yeah, they set it up like a market. Exactly. And it's, I love the nod to Mortimer Mouse. I thought that was yeah. really cute. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, Oswald on one side and Mortimer on the other side. It was Ooh, ooh. Nice do touch. we do do we jump back over the other side back to merchandise and mention the two new plushes that are available now? Sure, go ahead, Wayne, since you love the teaser. We saw Steamboat Willie as a plush, and he looks great. And we also saw, for the first time, 
Oswald the Mouse as a plush. Oswald the Mouse? He's a rabbit. Sorry. God. See, this is why I take notes. See, and I have absolutely no notes in front of me. This is what we get for recording on a Monday night. That too, see? Were those the ones that look like sock material? Yes. 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 Those are yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, you should have so, seen Wayne's eyes light up when you saw that. So do I have to say Oswald the Rabbit? Yes. <laughs> so did anybody get to have the treats that at Clarabelle's or at or at well, um, um we we stopped at um the um uh, fid- fiddler Pfeiffer. Fiddler Pfeiffer. Oh, I don't I'm not calling it the themed name. I stopped by Starbucks. Hey, we went to Starbucks. We went and, to Starbucks. Uh, we we got well you you had the what did you get, Tony? Okay, first of all, as I walked by the uh the fruit and went, it's good that they have healthy stuff for those people. Not me. <laughs> I'm going to walk by <laughs> and uh, I saw the Starbucks was there and I hadn't eaten breakfast and I went, this is great. And so I got my iced coffee with as much half and half and sweet and low as you can make it. So it's like a milkshake. And, uh, <laughs> and they had the actual, you know, they always talk about having the, um, they talk about having the actual Starbucks pastries and I kind of didn't really believe them because I don't know if, you know, if people know that when you go to Vegas and there's Starbucks, a lot of times they don't have the official Starbucks uh, pastries. So I look, there was the maple scone just like, and it was the same maple scone that I get at the one down the street. And they even had the breakfast sandwiches. And I actually thought the prices were not outrageously more. And you got the, the passholder discount, which was exciting. Cause I'm thinking, okay, I'm in Starbucks. This is the price. So it was a right. little higher, but then when you got the discount, it basically was the same price. Yeah. That came out nice. Kelly oh. and Chris, they shared a uh, chocolate croissant and it was, and I like to, that besides the Starbucks treats, you also have Disney treats. So you have a, a really nice selection of what you want to munch on as you drink your coffee or frappuccino or whatever, what have and you. There. Tons of space, tons of space. What do they have, four or five re- registers? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, they're oh. ready to go. And I, it was when I went in there, I was um, pleasantly surprised. I didn't expect it was going to be so um, themed well. And how it was, they were Disney. It was, I wasn't sure how much Starbucks and how much Disney it was going to be. And I thought it was right. great. I, I have a feeling Let's that I could see myself. Oh, I could see myself going there in the morning before going to Disneyland just because it was. Let's talk about that, the little, the little area outside with the tables and the, that big oak tree that's sitting there. What a it's, wonderful it's patio. A really nice space. Yeah. Yes. And then one of the um, where the, right next to the Starbucks is the Clarabelle's ice cream. If you look at the outside, the lamp outside is in the shape of a oh, cone yeah. with the round. Yeah. I mean, just the the whole um, atmosphere is just so pleasant. Well, even if you look at if you look at the tiles behind the counter, they look like little ice cream sundaes with the cherry on top. Oh, that's cool! I didn't. I'll have to see yeah. that next time. Yeah. Well, and then let's talk about how different the ice cream menu is. I mean, how many places do you know have hand-dipped mm. ice cream bars? <laughs> I had to. It was yummy. Well, so what flavor combination did you get, and should we explain that I got to the, the folks? I got the, I got the mixed berry sorbet dipped, with dark cho- dipped in dark chocolate. Oh, my God. And that sprinkled sounds... with, with blue raspberry bursts, which are like Pop Rocks. Oh, my gosh. That sounds delicious. Yeah. They have a, any combination that you can choose milk or dark. Well, it, it's, it's 
it's vanilla. It's vanilla chocolate or or, red, or berry sorbet, and then milk or dark chocolate, and then they have like nuts or sprinkles or pop rocks or the works. It was so tempting, but it was so late in the day, and we had eaten mm-hmm. so much of Club Thirty Three for lunch on Sunday that it was like. Okay, let's uh, look. Okay, I gotta call on Nancy. <laughs> let's mention. Okay, Nancy's already mentioned Rodeo Drive, <laughs> and now Club Thirty Three. I'm just. Are you la, la. I, I, I think I'll save my dinner at car at the car say. Ar- I the five hundred dollar dinner at the car say circle. For next episode, I, th- I think we could we could probably talk about Buena Vista Street all day. But there's uh, there's another preview that we got to see, which was Cars Land. Oh, that little place. And they sent us. <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? Uh, they sent us through the the third entrance, I guess you'd say, through the between through uh, Pacific Wharf between the uh, uh, between Lucky Fortune Crew and, and there you go. Okay, we went through those construction walls and greeted by that huge arch. I, I think that was the the best way we could have entered Cars Land for the first time, don't you think? Absolutely. Oh my god. No Once you hit right underneath that arch, you honestly feel like you're standing in a national park somewhere in the desert. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend anybody who goes to Carsland for the first time bypass the main entrance and go through Pacific Wharf because um there's no other there's no other awe inspiring entrance like that one. Yeah. I was totally that. blown away. The, the, the tendency is going to be to go up the Route 66 main entrance right there in front of the preview center. For your first time, resist that. Trust us. You'll have a much better experience. Go all the way over to the Pacific Wharf and enter through fact, that entrance. In fact, if you're coming to Carsland and you're coming into the park, go to the right, go through Grizzly Peak, and so you don't even the down route 66 just go to grizzly go through grizzly peak through paradise pier to, to pacific wharf and avoid looking down and getting yourself getting yourself spoiled and and go through that arch i agree with that too absolutely yeah and be prepared f- to be wowed yeah i was you know it's funny i was listening to um a comedian talking about awesome and how the r- real meaning of awesome and so making fun of how we use awesome in the wrong the actual what awesome really means. And then as I went into Cars Land, I thought, okay, no, this really is awesome. You yeah. are in awe of, oh my gosh, I'm in Cars Land. I'm in the movie. Yeah. I'm in the Southwest. I'm in the National Park. It was, it was overwhelming almost. It, well, that's a, the same thing Corey from our Orlando show said, was that um, he was overstimulated within the first five minutes of walking in. That's how I am whenever I'm with Tom. Oh, never mind. (laughs) But But it's true. It's visually overstimulating. There's no no detail that was left out. I know. I have one. I have a glaring error. Oh, come Um, on. Are you serious? This this is Nancy who hates the storyline of Playhouse Disney coming out. (laughs) No. When you walk into um, Casa de la Tires... And you look at all the tires that they have on the racks with all the different brand names and everything like that. They're all the same tire? Every single tire says Fettuccine. Even the (laughs) ones on the Lightyear. Yeah, but that's not worth it. 
We're kind of talking about the entrance to Cars Land. We're not there yet. Oh, fine. But no, that was a glaring I, error. Yeah. It was Gotta one glaring error. We were in the oh part, and you automatically just stopped it right there. I, you know, I am the magic buster. Yeah, <laughs> for wow. today, it's it's not you this time, Tony. It's me. No, Wait, it was not, Tony. I'm not I'm not going to say it right now, but it was Tony today, definitely. Oh, I did that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, you did. Okay, we can share that we'll, later. Later, we'll talk about okay. that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but, I've. I've been watching the construction of this area, mostly from Mickey's Fun Wheel, for as long as they've been building it. And even though I've seen it kind of down from above from a distance, and even though I've taken pictures of it and watched cursorily some of the other coverage, once you are inside this area and you see what this rock work is, really looks like and you can get up to it and you can touch it you can be right there next to it you see how they've created it you see the the striations that they've made to make it look like the southwest area that it's supposed to be it's gorgeous it is amazing the level of detail the attention that they've put in this entire area and once you step inside, you cannot see anything else. You are in Ornament Valley. Yeah, you're immersed uh-huh. in it. And I have to say that another thing that just totally blew me away is the way they um, they colored the rock. You, It looks like Cadillac Range is so far away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, right. it, it, it oh, looks well, immense. And the, the waterfall... That that they have in the back, it's like you know, you it's the, the old Disney Force perspective to make that thing look yeah. huge. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's just and I love gorgeous. I love how you don't see it right away. It's like as you enter the park, a little little by little, more and more yep. of the vista becomes um, appears. So that as you're walking through, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, look at this, look at this, mm-hmm. and then what do we see come over the hill? You get that little tease, and you see the two cars racers fly by. How exciting is that? Yeah, I I dare to say that it's the best-themed, I don't know about size, area anywhere. Absolutely. I was blown away. Again, and it was that, yes, see, people make fun of me for liking Disney. This is why this, this... It's kind of like, and, and do you think, and do you think that's because John Lasseter was involved? Do you think he spearheaded this, this major? If if this is evident of John Lasseter's influence, oh my gosh, I I can hardly wait to see what else he brings. Yeah, yeah. do something with right. Goofy's Sky School. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I yeah, I just keep, and you can't. I couldn't explain it to people. I, I saw some people. They oh, I went to the Cars Land preview. It was. But you can't explain it. You have to go in there and you're, wow, I'm inside this movie. And yeah. again, and, and, the anti, as it says, and I know Tom will agree, <laughs> even though my son's getting older, finally, thank you for doing something, not, I don't want to be sexist, and so, but doing something, let's say this way, that's not princessy and doing yeah. it well. And they did it more than well. So yeah. and and I think I think like like we were saying the the cast members on Buena Street the, the cast members on Cars Land were equally as excited 
Yeah. And I think that also that also goes back to the Imagineers. When, when you watch those videos at, during the process, those videos in in the Blue Sky Cellar, those Imagineers were proud of what they were doing. They were they were so into it, and, and for good reason. Yeah. They they and this is for Tony. They hit a home run with this one. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the portrait. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so do I? Do we tell them now what I how I ruin to, the magic to, to, for to, you? No. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> don't don't share that on the <laughs> It was funny. <laughs> well, you know, my husband and I got into a, a quote unquote magic argument ourselves after after seeing it, so there you go. <laughs> All right, All right Tony, so go ahead and tell let, them what you said. Well, okay, okay, what I said okay, so because it was so huge and you're looking at this and you realize and I, and of course because I'm the epitome of the Billy Joel song, Leave a Tender Moment Alone. I don't know how to do that. So, you know, we're enjoying this awe, and I'm looking and go, man, it's amazing to think that there's Harbor Boulevard, right? Or the, there's the, oh, the Harbor Boulevard on the other side. Yeah. And then I made it worse, and I said, there's probably some, there's a homeless guy right on the other side selling gum. <laughs> so that's what ruined it. But, oh, man. but, but, but my point, but my point of that, there was he a legitimate point. He brought me right point. down. My legitimate yeah. point of that was, it's so amazing. You forget it was the fact that you forgot that you were you were in a totally different place. You weren't even in California Adventure. I would, yeah, we were yeah. in Disney. Well, you know what I said the first time. The first time I actually had to leave the area, it all of a sudden occurred to me. Oh, I have to walk through that other park to get to the trams. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you feel you feel completely in a bubble. And I don't care. You know, people may say, "Well, that's an effect due to the construction walls or now the hedges," no. but I don't think so at all. I we mean, you even... can you can still see the blue sky cellar and the trattoria over the hedges, so you know that there's all those people out there. But it's not. It's very, very different. The separation mm-hmm. of this area was brilliantly achieved. Yes. And, you know, as someone who is about to go to Orlando and, and all that, it was, yeah, see, Disneyland is still Disney. Like, it was kind of that, that yeah. proudness, yes. that the proud of, yeah. yeah, you guys don't got this. And I think people, this might be the thing, why they raise things 35%, that will get people to come out and see. It, it yeah. just, it, I, I know I, it's, it's, it's a loss for words. And, yeah, we're on a Disney podcast, Disneyland podcast, but it was just amazing and i can see where i used to go and hang out you know you'd want to hang out on main street and yeah. not necessarily go on rides go watch the fireworks eat some ice cream i i can't wait to just go out and hang out in cars land or buena I, vista street i just want to hang yeah. out there yeah. i love that they've they've incorporated areas where you could just sit down and relax and enjoy the atmosphere i, I found myself just standing under that yellow blinking light just <laughs> looking around in circles i mean well, this brings up a good point. So now we've walked through the Ornament Valley area, and now we've come to the center of Radiator Springs. Yep. How about that view, which is now looking down Route 66? You feel, this is such an overused phrase, I'm going to use it here first. You feel like you have stepped onto the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah, very much so. Kelly so made those me watch who- it yesterday. Um, when when I was telling Kelly yeah. about uh, Wayne and Wayne and me hanging out on Saturday and and seeing the park, and she was telling me, "Well, did you see this?" And then I'm like, "Well, I don't know." And she's like, "All right, Mom, we're watching so the did movie." So did you did you did you go back today and look for things that you saw in the movie? 
Oh well, I saw the movie and I saw the park in the movie. Yeah, and it, and I was I was the 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 movie brought to life everything that I saw, and when I went back today, I had uh-huh. this new appreciation. Right. Which I, I mean, I was already wild on Saturday not seeing the movie, but after seeing the movie, it brought the characters to life, and when it was so funny because when Kelly and I were watching it yesterday, I was like, I saw that, and I saw uh-huh. that. Oh, there's and I was I was so excited because they they literally brought. That yeah. the, the town from the movie, and they brought it to life in Cars Land. Well, it's like yeah. when you walk into um, to into Casa de la Tires, and you walk into that showroom, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Look, I'm in the showroom," and then you go on Radiator Springs Racers, and you're like, "Hey, I was just there." Yeah, it, and it, just how well it translated from every single thing that every single mm-hmm. reference. The references were all seamless. What and struck me how glorious it was was how well they recreated the curio shop. Right. Lizzie's well, and, curio and, shop. And, you, you, you know, you, you got to have food places. you got to have shops. But the way they chose, okay, Flo's has got to be a, sh- a, a diner. You know, Curio's yep. has got to be a gift shop. Sarge's is a gift shop. Um, you know, even, you know, they made, they made Ramon's a gift shop. But everything and is Phil so And Fillmore's is well- healthy eating. Yeah, and, and uh, of course it is. Of course it With is. Craisins, craisins. Don't forget craisins. <laughs> but everything just blends in so well. It's not. Yeah. It's not blatant that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to exactly a gift shop. No, you're right. the, it's, You want to go the in things, the shop. Right. Yeah, to look at it. Yeah. Well, like one Ramon's of the things I noticed. Have... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, one of the things I noticed especially was they went ahead and took the empty, you know, downtrodden storefronts that were so prevalent in the first movie, all the empty shops where people had gone and moved away, and they used those spaces well. They still kept the buildings and the facades, but, like, one of them has become the aerial that will be the fast pass machines and another one is the fast pass machines going to be at the luborama yeah the luborama right there excuse me yes okay (laughs) next to the um the oil pan something or other got it just before you get to the fire department just before you get to the 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 you'll get there but you'll have to turn right in front of the statue of stanley yeah okay I I got it. Thanks. So basically what they did was they had the garage doors down on that area. So as you came around the corner to go to the, the entrance to Radiator Springs Racers, you saw a building that looked like a garage, like a, fi- a repair shop with all the doors down. The fast pass machines are behind those doors. Exactly. Yeah. What, what I thought so was interesting cool. with what you were talking about, Nancy is all the other shops as you would go in. You'd be, oh, I can't go in there. Darn. I hope there's something else. They, it was so well themed and mm-hmm. all these things. I'm like, hmm, maybe there's something because you were looking for stuff because you're so um, stimulated with the details. You're looking for, oh, maybe there's something else that I'm not looking and I could find it and it'll be cool. And yeah, every- and, and even the, the shops are even themed inside. Like in Ramones, there were like paint splatters from him painting uh-huh. all yeah. over the place. It was just. It was, it was. It looked like it was the shop that he worked in that happens to also sell merchandise. That's also very well displayed. 
And again, the merchandise were were like if you, hey, I frequent this establishment. I want to buy a shirt that shows that I frequent Ramon's house. Um, house right. Of- it's it, it's the Low and Cloak Slow Car Club. It's the it's the Champions Motor Shop. It's it's all that kind yeah. of merchandise in in Ramon's. How about the stuff that they sell down at Fillmore's? All uh, all the all the all the health stuff. Mm-hmm. All all the good for you fuel. I thought coconut that was wa- fun coconut too. Coconut water and yeah, the, different things. The like corn that. fed uh, soy that they had. I, I had to laugh when I read that. Oh soy. my gosh! Just looking at all of them, and then you have to get up close on the big oil drums that are holding the ice for the cold drinks and stuff, and kind of peek behind those. And the the oil drums that the uh, the ones with the spigots are stacked on top of, uh-huh. those actually have theming in them. Of different the, varieties. The attention to detail in every aspect it. is amazing. I know when I was walking by Flo's and I saw, I think it was the, the where the, the straws and the condiments are and just going, man, they even did that right. Yeah. It's, again, it's what, why people love Disney. And I think there's people mm-hmm. who have or recently said, well, they still don't have it or it's not like it used to be. I know, and then of course I want to say this now because I think Walt would be proud. Said, "Yeah, that's how you do it. You yeah. figure it I, out." I agree with you. Well, even it flows to carry flows even further. They there was a big debate on the Disneyland board at one point. Mary Jo, you might, and Tom, you may remember this since you definitely frequent those boards. Um, Ouch! Is, well, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt, man. Why'd you have to? You could just <laughs> pretend that I frequented the board, man. Anyways, I'm just a little Anyway, yeah. I know. After, after, just... blow, after blow dust off the OC Tony on the Disneyland board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like Doc Hudson, and then I'll come back and... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, and speaking of Doc Hudson, I'll get there in a minute, but one of the, the debates was when they started releasing the publicity f- um, photos of flows and the... Um, and the, the concept sketches, people were saying, well, gosh, I hope they don't ruin the open space with the tables. I hope they don't just scatter tables all over there and make it, you know, a, a full food court looking thing. I and oh, you, mean in, yes. you mean in the outside? Yeah, on the outside where the, yeah. gas ta- where the big gas tanks right. are. Right. And they did that discreetly and beautifully. The tables mm-hmm. are all tucked behind and between the, the gas pumps. And you don't see them mm-hmm. from all angles. You know what the so big... Uh, what, sorry. Go ahead. Is people were going up getting... Where else, and I guess Disneyland included, do you see people going, take a picture of me next to the restaurant condiment yeah. stand? Like, I mean, really, people were taking right. pictures of just the outside of the restaurant. And if oh, that I doesn't know. explain it, like you were saying, how well they did things. I well, don't know I what think, does. I think there's this nostalgia um, with this town because of Route 66 and what it means in Americana history, right? So when yeah. you see these these um, gas tanks with the fuel at, at what sixty three cents a gallon and sixty three mm-hmm. cents a gallon, yeah, and the and the old fashioned look, it was it's so much fun to to oh, step back in time. With that, and again, the music that's that's surrounding you as you're in these areas is amazing. Oh my gosh! And all of the details and um, antiques that are displayed in all the areas. I mean, 
the Radiator Springs Racers queue with uh, Stanley's original settlement. Just amazing if you look, you know, they run the queue through three little houses or, you know, shops original to Stanley's Oasis. And as you go in, you look up into the eaves of the shop roof and all along the edges are things like antique oil bottles. And oh, yeah, I mean, Wayne and I were looking at them. Remember, Wayne, on Saturday, all the radiator caps? Yes. The bottles in the bottle house? There will definitely be a lot to keep you entertained while you're in the queue line. It's not the interactive queue line that some of the rides we've seen recently put in. But I don't think you're going to be bored at all. The other thing I was very happy to see is, even though this is Southern California, we know how toasty it gets in midsummer. I think these areas did very well at engineering some nice shade into these queue lines and some really good ventilation. I'm hoping that everyone stays very cool and comfortable in in the uh, in the queue lines, especially for radiator springs racers you don't really spend a lot of time out in the direct sun i was, I, I was pleased only to on see the that. upper overflow queue is that even anywhere possible but you're also themed to be in the desert in the upper overflow queue area well i kind of like how they do that too because when you first enter the line you know you're still fresh usually so you can you can deal mm. with this the sun being in the sun and everything and then you know, as as you're getting, as you're wait, going through the line and waiting longer, etc., you're hitting the shade and you're getting this relief um, mm-hmm. that I think, and it's naturally themed also, so it's not really evident unless you're paying attention, I think, just how well they created these shady spots with some of the mature trees that are already planted there, which mm-hmm. I was amazed at seeing. And the way they have you going through these garages and the oasis, like Nancy said, um, I, was I guess so we should explain. I guess we should explain to the people who obviously haven't seen this yet what the Oasis is, and it's where you know everybody knows Stanley and Lizzie from the car movies, and and they were husband and wife, and they started the town. Ta- and Stanley started the town of Radiator Springs because he was going through the desert, and he was up in an area, and he blew a gas cap, his radiator, you know, and he found, voila, the spring, which is shaped like a radiator girl. (laughs) And so he decided he should stay in the Oasis, Uh, stay in this place, and he could help other cars with the life-giving water of the spring. And that's how it began and so you're going up into the hills there the queue wanders you into the canyons and the hills where Stanley found the radiator um, the radiator spring and then takes you back in and through and the entrance to the ride is actually you know most people are familiar with the wheel well in the movie um, the wheel well motel that you know Sally eventually picked up and bought and it's the original of that, which is called the Cozy Can, the Some Comfy, cavern the Comfy Caverns, comfy caverns or something. Yeah. Yes, it was the called comfy- the Light. It wasn't it called the Tail Light Caverns? Um, no. Or is that that where we? That's the end of it. Is the Tail Light Caverns? Yeah. Yes, yeah. where where you come yeah. in is the Tail Light. They actually invented a new. Well, 
they actually revealed the detail, more details about Radiator Springs. Well, and and they've they've created a lot of, they've had to create a lot of extra backstory for some, you know, several of the attractions. Even even uh, Flo's V8 Cafe, they've they've created the backstory with her and the the Motorama girls and things like that. So Imagineers were working over, Imagineers and Pixar were working overtime on this. Well, didn't we know she was a Motorama girl from the first movie? I believe right, we did, yeah. I but we didn't know about the girls and their great right. hits. Yeah, exactly. Well, and one who thing, the other girls were. One thing that uh, Wayne had mentioned was about the uh, shade, and I noticed that too. Sorry to go back to, I wanted to That's just okay. not get too far away. Um, uh, I noticed the shade too. I thought they did a good job with that. And if you guys didn't notice, maybe you did. They also, in, in case of the longer lines that you might we might be seeing in the heat, possibly, they have, which I was kind of on the fence about, uh, cast members selling you drinks and snacks throughout the line mm-hmm. in all of the different queues. And they're yeah. themed. They're, it's not, and I asked them, I said, are you going to be doing this? Is this a regular thing or just now? And they said, no, we'll be doing this all summer. So I think it's something that they kind of built in. And at first, I, I kind of didn't. I didn't like the idea because I thought the commercial, and then I thought the commercialism of it. I wonder what I think about. I'm in Disneyland, but then I realized, <laughs> well, wait. If I'm in this line for an hour, I'd prefer that. And I think uh, Mary Jo, you had mentioned the idea of it could stop the okay. You go get a snack and then come back in and meet us in line. Yeah. Right. So I at first, I didn't like, like it. I liked it. I changed my mind. I liked it. I, I agree, Tony. I liked it too. I also liked that it it was a it was a surprising variety of items that they brought through. We saw not only sodas, you know, carbonated drinks. We saw water and vitamin water. We yeah. saw popcorn. We saw ice cream. Cotton what candy. Else? Cotton candy. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was a, there was a plethora of food that could be had while standing in line, and, and the I'm, costuming is so cute with it too because they remind me of like the early era milkmen. Yeah, yes. they do. Mm-hmm. And then while we're talking about the queues, I just want to mention how well organized they have the queue for Radiator Springs. That they have the the three lines: one for the regular queue that goes through the buildings, the middle one for um, Fast Pass and the one on the left, that's the single rider. Yep. And they don't they don't cross with it. You're not going through the exit and whatever. And all three queues, I believe, um, are wheelchair accessible. Yes, all three of them are wide enough for wheelchairs. Yeah. And I and I also took pictures of the of all of the wheelchair um, loading, etc. But People, in the, so if you're in a wheelchair, you can do you can choose any of those lines to get on there, and I thought that was just so well done. And then the well, width of the lines also helps with the people walking, selling you stuff. It's not like they're excuse yeah. me, excuse me. It's I think they really put everything together with that. Yeah, I mean when we had a um, a potty emergency, if you will. Um, Lily had to go, and we had already gotten through an hour plus. Keep in mind that from the gate, when you walk underneath the Radiator Springs Racers sign, that queue is built. If everything is set up to handle full traffic, it is two hours from the gate to the ride in the standby line. 
and they have another hour worth of overflow queue. So there are only two exit points for the queue in case you need to leave. And they're all very far up. One is at the uh, one is at the juncture where all of the queue lines come together, and one and I think there's one more in there on the on the far side. But yeah, so there's no way to walk if you've got to take a small child out to go to the bathroom. There's no way to do other than scooter. You know, excuse me, excuse me. Wouldn't, so. wouldn't you agree that before getting in this, especially in this particular queue, Any make of sure them. you go to the restroom before? Yeah. I mean, I know that emergencies happen, but this is one where you really do need to get be prepared because even if you are going to leave the leave the queue and then come back, by the time you take the little yeah. one out, they might not make it. Yeah. Because you're doing a lot of twisting and turning, um, yep. and it's pretty long, like you had mentioned. Yeah. Well, you know, who else besides me went through the standby line of radiator ra racers um, for the first time? I know, Tom, you did single rider, so you don't count. Oh, no, Wayne but and I, I did. I, I, On Saturday, yeah, we, we, I did we went through the regular queue the well, first time. Just to Tom was like, so oh, I don't. I went through the single rider line. Well, good for you, no, Mr. I, I, did the, I, did the, I did the regular queue once, but it was what? only maybe 30 minutes. Oh, I didn't. I did single rider. I did it three times, and I'm I'm proud of it. I'm not making any excuses. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nancy, I, over. <laughs> I think the 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 best reference would be as if you were in the Indiana Jones queue. Yes, very much so. Yeah. If you're deep in there, there's no way out. Get to the bathroom. It's just not possible. I believe that they do have a an emergency emergency bathroom somewhere in there, but. I'm not sure where it is. Because <laughs> my kids aren't old enough yet for that. If, if, if there is one, Nancy, you'll find it, I'm sure. You know, it's a good challenge, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I, I can see little boys using the radiator spray. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I can see that, there. too. He went there. Oh. So, <laughs> queue lines are fun. But yeah, and there's only not... one set of bathrooms in Radiator Springs proper. Right. And it's behind. It's between flows right. and sarges. What I liked about those restrooms too is you could either enter them through flows or through the outside. You don't have to go through the restaurant to get to them. Yep. But if you're in the restaurant, you could get to them. Or on the outside, you could walk to them by this really pretty rest area. Okay, and who else noticed the pattern in the in the tile floor? In flows. In the bathrooms. Oh, I was too busy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. I went in the bathroom and then I left the bathroom. I, I did what, notice what did the they... signs on the, on the outside, but the signs the on the outside are super cute. But no, the, if you look at the t at the floor tile and it's very subtle, there are bluish gray wrenches, mm. double double sized double headed wrenches in the um, in interlaid in the tile. And I thought the urinal cake theming was amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they I'm look just kidding. Just like urinal cakes. Okay. Yeah. But so, like they anyway, were I thought it was springs. cute that they went that far to put. Because I'm like, the tile's a really interesting pattern. Huh. Look at that. It's wrenches. Yeah, that is neat. So queue lines and restrooms yeah. is really interesting. But how about Radiator Springs too, Racers yeah. itself? Oh, uh, that was just a boring ride. 
Did you let's, actually ride it, Nancy? Let's not. Yes, spoil three times. Too much this I'm proud of you. You actually went on a ride. Let's not spoil too much this week. We'll go into a lot more detail next time. But yeah, that is how, such an awesome ride. How, yes. how, how about what your expectations were and what you felt like when you got off? I don't think I could stop buzzing for 30 minutes after getting off the first time. From all the hype and all the video and all the previews and all the drawings and everything, I still was not ready for what that attraction turned out to be. There it's, aren't it's, enough edges. I mean, they hit it out of the park. Yeah. Completely. Well, what, what, what I like is, and I'm not going to go into detail, though, is how... When you get on the ride, you have n- the part of the ride that um, – oh, shoot. I can't talk about it. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I don't want to say okay. anything. Here, here, I think I can cool. say it without giving too much away. I just think it had it – was, it was like going on three – maybe three different types of rides all Definitely. within yeah. the ride. Yeah. Yes. And that's all yes. I'll say. It was – they and could have been I, three I, different I, types of the and second section, I was completely uh, not prepared for how wonderful yes. it was. Yes. Yeah, we I, have, it was, the second I was section. blown away. We have hit again a new level in Imagineering technology. This mm-hmm. is some stuff yes. we, we got a preview to on the stuff that was added to the parks last year. That continued to develop to a level I, did, I was not ready for. Yeah. And what about and the music that they I, had I, on that attraction? Everything oh my was, God, so the music was so wonderfully timed, so wonderfully themed. It fits so well. Again, it was like you were in the movie. Yes. It's like we had a soundtrack going with us. It wouldn't have been the same same attraction without the background score. Yeah, I think there's exactly. only one miss on the attraction, and I know I know I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like being mm-hmm. like I'm being picky. Well, it's I you, would. Tom. I know. We- I know. I don't know. I would not recommend going on this at night. Really? And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. Did you go on when it at night, too? On, I went on it last night. Okay. When you go, when, when you go, when you're in the daytime and you go on the ride and then you go in that first, the first dark area, you're, you, you can't see anything. Your eyes are adjusted. You, your eyes aren't adjusted to the dark. But if you go on it at night, your eyes are adjusted to the dark. You go in there, and you can see too much. You oh, can see the, I know what you're the talking about yeah. yeah. You can see the lighting grid. You can see behind things. You, you, it's yeah. No okay. kidding. Really? Huh. Interesting. It, the, Interesting. It makes the, in, the. I mean, at night, the end of the ride is fun. Yeah. But it it kind of spoils the dark the dark. Interesting. Part of the ride. Okay. I'll tell you, for me, the thrill factor in the in the the thrilling part of the ride that also was unexpected. And I'm used to its counterpart. I'm used to test track. I'm used to roller coasters. And the way this is put together, this is a whole new experience. This is a whole new feel. And not to uh, to bring the same metaphor up again, if the Hollywood Studios, as you come in was the rough draft. Buena Vista Street was the final. Test track was the rough draft. This is the final with the nice yeah. folder and the one you want to show for your master's or your PhD. Mm-hmm. They, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, it nice. makes it it's, look, it's so much, it's 
because we've all been on it's it. It's everything like, that technology could be. Yeah, I think but I, was, I, I think Cody. But and I, I can't. Talking. I don't want to just go with technology. It was. It's imagineered better than test track. Well, yes, but I mean, they had to start somewhere with that technology, but now they've moved forward with it and all the other associated technologies that Tony you'll find were, in the parks today. Tony and I were talking about um, this this attraction compared to test track, and he asked me, and I said, "Well, other than the fact that they're both cars that go into track, to me, they're nothing alike." No, they aren't. Nothing. So I, I think I think Radio Springs racers hit it out of the park. No question. This is everything that everybody always hoped and anticipated that this attraction was going to be. No one's going to be disappointed with this. There were so many happy, smiling faces. This is the number one hit. And and speaking of expectations. Let's head over to Luigi's Flying Tires. Nancy, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give you first shot at this because I think I think you're a fan and you may be hold it, holding holding the flag by yourself. No, <laughs> or maybe to... you'll be holding the flag by yourself, Tom. Well, the, you know, Tom's <laughs> what Tom's alluding to is there's been a lot of controversy about this subject and a lot of people balancing values. As in, is this line more? Is this line weight not worth the actual fun I had on the ride, even if I did have fun, or did I not have fun, but not questioning why I didn't have fun? So, there's a lot of different factors. Now, right. I've already put my review of it up on the blog www.tisunplugged.com, um, and. And I've actually had some commentary back and forth about it on the World of Color Super. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> on that Cars wow. Land Super Thread that we just started. Great moments but- with Miss. Hey now, great moments with Miss Nancy. That's what you got to call. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, there's two schools of thought on how. You- and this is my school of thought on how you should approach this ride. A, know that this is a very long queue line. It is one hour from the door to Casa de la Tires all the way to actually riding the ride. And that's if they don't have any, you know, downtime or loading issues or anything like that. So the first thing you need to do is just Take advantage and enjoy the queue area. The showroom queue isn't much if you don't know some of the trivia behind the posters on the wall and the memorabilia on the wall in the uh, changing room near Luigi's office. But if you do know your Cars and Cars 2 movies really, really well, you can play Name That Race Car. And things like that, because he has, you know, Francesco's um, poster up. There's all kinds of little things with autographs and interesting little backstories all in the memorabilia on the wall. Now, if you're not tall enough to read this, have a grown-up lift you up. But Well, wait, if, if somebody's listening to this podcast... Tony, look me up. Yeah, if somebody's listening to this podcast and needs to be lifted up by a grown-up... We have an audience. Jinx. We are really not focusing on our correct audience. Okay. <laughs> My kids listen to it. 
Well, and they're like, oh, I'll question look, your parenting Tony. skills then. Oh, look, it's Uncle Tom. Oh, really? Oh, I don't want them to know all the horrible jokes and inappropriate humor that I – well, maybe those get edited out by Tom. So. Yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, so – be prepared for things like that inside the interior queue. But the queue is two parts. There's inside the Casa de la Tires building, and there's the Italian garden on the outside. And the good news is that the inside queue is a little bit longer than the outside queue. Wait, really where's the controversy? You're talking about the queue. Sorry, Nancy. Come okay. On. How long you have to wait? For, the, the big controversy is how long yeah. you have to wait for how short of a ride it is and the quality of a ride you have. So there's three factors that people are balancing against each other. Now, frankly, the one factor of the quality of ride can be fixed if you work together with your tire mates and you pay attention to what they're telling you in the queue. So if you're a first-time rider, they really have gone to lengths to try to educate you about how to operate the tire before you get your butt in the seat. I mean, when, mm -hmm. you, when you enter the building, but there's a big the tires, giant tire. All the, training, all the training in the world is not going to help you if, if the tires don't work. I mean... Our I never had worked. a problem with the tire not working. We didn't have I found it very okay. I found it very easy to I found it very easy to identify how far was too far to lean because mm. you can feel it scrape and you can feel the resistance. The biggest problem I saw was where you have maybe three people in a tire, the left hand person is trying to steer it to get it to go one way. The center person mm -hmm. is, you know, kind of half committed one way or the other or not moving. And the person on the very right is trying to reach out to the right side to get a, a ball while the person on the mm -hmm. left is trying to steer to the left. What I, I think, because I know what Tom had mentioned, and then um, Mary Jo told me what when her and Wayne had writ written it before, what they did, they said they communicated well and that helped. And so using the negative, the, the, the issues that Tom warned us about. And then I got the what was successful. When um, Kelly and I wrote it, we said, okay, which way? Left, right, forward, back. And we had no problems. So now was, That's was how Corey anyone, and I were. Was anyone successful in picking up a second beach ball? Oh, no, no. No. Well, when I left. You have to do it out. a certain way. Because my husband no, 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 was no, 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 Nancy. Tire. Did you pick it up or not? Well, you can't bend out of your vehicle to pick it up, okay. but you have to drive so the, your vehicle so the, so the, into the no, tire and someone else's tire and pop I saw, the ball I up. Saw people, I saw people picking the ball up. My arms were too short. I couldn't do it myself. But, did, Tony, did you pick one no, up? No, I tried, but I wasn't. I think it would have been, since there were only two of us, it was harder. If there had been three, I think the third person could have picked up the ball. Okay. But well, no. re rewind a little bit. Uh, let's let's get back to. We haven't how... even talked to the balls yet. Yeah. Excuse. No, that's Talk to I, the balls. I, I, I had read the same things that everyone else had read, and honestly, and I told Mary Jo this on Saturday, I was expecting never to ride this ride even this year because of all the problems I had heard about it. 
But when we saw the line for it, which when we rode was unbelievably short, we decided to give it a try, and I was honestly shocked at how easy it was. I agree. Yeah. I we had we had such a good time. We had no it took us what, Mary Jo, about fifteen seconds to figure out what to do. Yeah. And 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 even on the first ride, we were flying from one end of the court to the other. I'm so I'm thinking I'm thinking to to those that may be hesitant about this attraction. Don't be too hesitant about it because it's it's going to work out not to be as tough, I think, as maybe some people are going to have. Nancy's suggestions are right on. You can't have three people in the vehicle all tilt in the same, all tilt in different directions. Right. Even one I mean, person may. Well, even one person may struggle if they haven't found the balance point on the tire, but that doesn't take a lot of experimenting before you can get the hang of it and have a really good time on it. And it does make you laugh when you're flying across and bumping into people and saying to your partner, okay, lean to the right, okay, lean backwards. It really is fun. It was a a lot of fun. Turned around on this one. I I agree. I think it was a lot of fun. I was expecting Armageddon ride Armageddon, and that it wouldn't work, and it was too short. And I agree, it was a short ride. I it was one of the some of the most fun I've ever had in a ride. That being said, I know there's the argument about the line, and I think as I've been talking before about going with when I just go with Andrew, we have a different. We're jaded. Not that we hate Disneyland, we love Disneyland, but it's more of a jaded, hey, let's go on it when it's, the line's not so long. Let's go on it when the line's not so long, because we can come whenever. But when I, I've gone with, when I go with fa- my, my family friends that have, you know, little kids and stuff, I realize for them, going on a ride for three hours, I mean, going on like four rides in the whole day is okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not normally like that. So, yeah, you might wait in an hour hour and a half. I don't know how long the lines are going to be. They're going to, the lines are going to be huge and they're going to be long. But if you're okay with that, then definitely go on it. I think well, it's kind of like the uh, submarines where people waited until I never went on it until it was a rainy day after school, so I didn't want to wait in that line. I think the submarines over at Disneyland is a, is a really fun ride. I personally don't think it's worth waiting that time. That's kind of a judgment call based on what you want to do but if you're coming in to do everything in cars land i think people are going to wait in that line so they can do all the rides in cars land there's my political way to kind of go on both sides of the fence try to make tom happy and everybody else happy i don't know if that worked now tom go ahead and let us have it well well go ahead go ahead (laughs) okay you know and and you know i always play devil's advocate and and it really isn't as bad as I thought. My, the first ride was eh. The second ride I rode with West, and we had a good time. The The issue I have is not not the length of the line. It's the logistics of how you load in. It, it's a two-minute two ride that takes five and a half minutes to load. That's true. Yeah. They've, they've, they've got to work out the logistics somehow. They've got, they've got 30 people practically, 30 cast members working that thing. And it still takes way too long to load, and I'm not sure if all of that is because of the separate the separate handicap queue they ha- they have the special special loading area. Maybe they need to 
change that? I think part of the problem is in the flag collection system. You know, on rides like Dumbo where they give you the, mm-hmm. the little wooden fl- feather, you know, they have that situation where they have a cast member go in really quick, one around it, and that's easy. I mean, it's a very contained system, but because the tires are all over the place, it seems like they really only have one person collecting the little wooden flags that say you're buckled in and ready. And I think that they need to do more of that. They have, they need to maybe put four cast members on that and just have them sweep a quadrant. Why, why couldn't you just have... Okay, I know because I'm thinking of a game show. Okay, remember in Scrabble, the game show, where they put the little tiles in that little slot? Sorry. Come on. Nobody remembers it? Anyways, why couldn't yeah. you just put... Why, why, why do you need to collect yeah. it then? Yeah. Why couldn't you just right. put it in your ride somewhere? Why, why and do, then why do we need the why do we need the tiles? The tiles is the tiles, the the tiles is their way to and is their way to ensure. Okay, starting starting from the beginning of this and what we're talking about with these little flags is when they when they put you into the final loading queue, they give you these little wood triangles. And they're, they call them flags. And what you're supposed to do is once you buckle, you're supposed to hold your flag up. And that way a cast member can come over, test your buckle, and then take your flag. Why, and then they count more, the flags. Okay, so why do they do that on Luigi's but not on Mater? Good you know, question. and that's a really good question. That's, it's, no it's, a, it's a nut, another, something, another step that doesn't need to be done. Yeah, I bet you. And I think, think this one will be worked out. You guys got to remember, and we we did go to the preview. It's not officially yes. open yet, so yeah, they're still working I, things I think out. this one will settle yeah. out. I think the load times will get better. The cast members will become more comfortable with the procedures. I think the load yeah. times will naturally fall out. It is going to be longer, though. There are some intrinsic operational issues with load, unload, and cycle this ride that is going to make it a longer wait and contribute to the longer queue line. I don't think there's going to be a way to get around that. I think it will improve from what we've seen. And I think Tony's hit it right on the head. Each person is going to have to make the decision every day, is this something I want to wait in line for? Some are going to say yes, some are going to say no. And, and there's no pleasing everybody. But you know what? It's kind of like Dumbo. The thing has insanely long crowds, and people who love Dumbo enjoy Dumbo. And it, it's no different in that respect. Let's let's move on to Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. To me, this was fun. I mean, I wasn't expecting a lot. It's a spinny ride. It's it's uh, Ladybug Spin. No, it isn't. But, <laughs> no, well, I'm, it's the same ride mechanism as Ladybug Spin, but there's so much more to this ride. The music. Well, it, but it's the, not it's not the, the same kind of vehicle and wagons. I, Mater, it's it's just fun. Yeah. And and let's don't be argue, perfect. Nancy. It's the same. It's just no, because it doesn't spin around in a circle like a teacup, and the ladybug spin spins around like a teacup. This does not. No, it doesn't. This, this does not. It it swings you off to the side to a limited perspective, and then swings you back in the same arc. I am a teacup puker, and there are so many other people like me who can't ride the teacups, who can't ride Ladybug Spin. People, you can ride this. 
really honestly truly you can ride this it will not make you dizzy okay. i agree with tom it was really really fun yes it was fun that's the best way to describe it and the more pe- the more weight you have in the vehicle like we we i rode on it with my um my little one and then i rode on it again with two adults with me in the same vehicle the more weight you have in there wow. ooh, doggies that's got a punch because you're <laughs> Because when it kicks off to the side, it really kicks off to the side. And you'll get you'll get smashed into the uh, person that you're uh, sitting with. So, I have a picture of the of the baby tractor that was pulling us that I took when we swung off to the side, and I just kind of had my camera out there, and I wasn't thinking of how I shot it. It was almost a dead lateral. And actually, even a little in front of the eyeballs. It was pretty and, cool. And the great thing that they did with this ride, they, and the, the great thing they did with this, the great thing they did with this ride is they duplicated it. There's two bays of tractors, so loading on this sucker is quick. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And keep in mind too that most people. Did you guys find that when you when you rode? Most people were trying to stay kind of towards the right at the at the Q split point. I went on the right up front. I wasn't looking to see what. It was one time. I couldn't make a generalization <laughs> yeah. based on when I when I was there. Time. When I was there, a cast member directed us right or left, so they right. were they told us to go there. Point. Also, I was knocking people over, so I kind of might have <laughs> changed it. I mean, there was only a couple babies and old people I stepped on, but it was fun. That was my daughter you stepped on, Tony, not a baby. Well, she's in between a baby and an old person, right? <laughs> so. Oh, I hear her being offended in the background there. Yeah. <laughs> she's I in the agree. peanut gallery. And let's talk about how fun that first part of the queue was, Mater's personal, um, personal museum. That was so cool. I think there are some tall tales that we haven't uh, that all, have all yet to come. Kind of short, just kind of cool. Yeah. And don't forget the music that plays during the ride itself while Mater's calling the square dance. Darn tootin'. You know, Larry the Cable Guy is amazing. All brand new song. But <laughs> I, didn't, I, I just thought that the whole ride was fun, and I didn't realize that it was going to travel like it did. Yeah. That, that, that totally blew me away. I really enjoyed it. And like I said, I don't do spinny, twisty rides, and I really enjoyed this. No equilibrium problems, nothing. That's wonderful. I thought that the queue was relatively short. I think this is going to be a sleeper attraction. As more people ride it and realize how much fun it's going to be, that queue is going to grow. I agree. I think some people might think it's a little kid ride, and it's not. It's not not a little kid ride. I'm not saying it's – but. You'd think of it, okay, it's just like Ladybug Spin, this is for little kids. But no, it was fun for adults. We all ride Peter Pan. It's not Peter Pan, but it is fun, and everyone will want to ride it. I think so. Nancy, how did your girls like it? Oh, my God, they loved it. Zoe was so excited because she got to be in her own tractor and, and you know slide back and forth on the seat. And Lily was just giggling all the way through. I mean, it... It's just unbeatable, and I'm willing to bet we see Baby Tractor plush in the next six months. Oh, I think nice. so. I'm nice. I'm just betting. And the petting zoo. None of us have said anything about the petting zoo. How cute was that? 
Yeah, the if little you, tractor petting zoo. Yep. They had a baby tractor off to the side. You could take pictures with your baby tractor because I noticed that there were people wanting to take pictures um, with them standing next to their baby tractor during the load and unload process. And cast members were very gently um, encouraging them to go visit the petting zoo. Nice. nice. As a way to um, improve and speed up that problem. All right, so we've we've talked about our three attractions. We've kind of talked about our shops, and we've talked a little bit about flows. Let's let's finish up and let's talk about the cozy cones. Woo-hoo! What a fun place! That is going to be party central. I can almost yeah, guarantee I think so. you. It's a, it's that very is much crowd central. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Absolutely, that but may have to what? be addressed. I, I don't I c- think. They, they've had, you know, I thought it was interesting that they've, it looked like they were starting to try and address the crowd patterns. And why don't we back up a couple steps and talk about why it's a crowd issue for people who aren't familiar? Well, nobody's familiar. Nobody's been there but us. Well, the people who haven't been geeky fan types that have been reading on the boards and following every Disney blog and, oh, the Coast Guard. So. In a nutshell. Okay. The, the Cozy Cone service area where the cone service stations are is really small. The queue line prep area is really small. Each cone probably only holds 20 or 25 people. The lead-in to the area is congested and tight and thin. And then the, you have the, the meet and greet out front, which brings yeah. in more people. Correct. And another point. It looks cool. Nobody goes to Tomorrowland Terrace to just look at it while people are in line for food. This is something you just want to look at everything while there's no room and people are waiting in line for food. So you're going to have people that aren't eating hanging out there. Yep. Well, and the, the other problem with the crowds, too, is that each – and the, the basic premise is each cone has a different food type. So if your and family so, wants two different things – they have to either split up or you have to do one line and then you have to go and do the other line. Yeah. Which can be hard for, you know, one parent and two kids or one they're, parent and three they're kids. They're basically kiosks. They're basically yes. kiosks. Yeah, that's true. But, they're, they're, but, but since they're permanent and in these cool buildings, you think that they're a little bit more than kiosks, which they're not. And we found out that they don't, uh, you don't get a pass holder discount. But how cute were the soda cones? That you could the souvenir soda cones that you could buy, Those. the ones that hold the the ones that held the drinks, the souvenir cups shaped in a little orange cone with a little square base on them that had a straw coming out of the top of them that everyone was carrying around Cars Land. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And when you went out into the park with the people, were like, where'd you get it? Where'd you get it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and the radio, and they ha- also have their own custom popcorn bucket to go with the, the little, custom popcorn. The little race and, car, yep. Yep, the Lightning McQueens, and those are absolutely adorable. The popcorn place is the one that gathers probably the biggest line, that and the ice cream. Right. Um, cone, which is cone number two and cone number five. Um, <laughs> now, cone number one, frankly, I think it's a don't miss. And the reason I say that is because they have churro bites in oh. a cinnamon chocolate dipping sauce. Oh yeah, you could sl- you you could just slather that on your body and call it a good day. 
both the chili con carne or con queso. You know, you could the, you, you could slather chili verde on your body and call it a good day too. I'm just saying. The chicken verde is amazing. <laughs> that Sorry, was Wayne. I had to go for the joke. I interrupted you with you. You go ahead, Wayne. Finish. No, but Nancy yeah. talked about putting stuff on her body with chocolate. Okay, I kind of gonna My let that go. My first thought when I no, tasted... we got to go back to Wayne. Let's go back to Wayne. I was being rude, and now you and I are hijacking it. Wayne, finished. hey, what? We no, always sh- hijack. No, Wayne, I'm trying to be nice. Wayne, I apologize. I'm no, sorry. Finish. I was just gonna say that the chili con queso and the chicken verde were excellent. They were mm-hmm. wonderful. <laughs> Did anybody get to eat breakfast? No. See, when Tony talked about getting his Starbucks pastries, I was thinking, dude, you could have gotten the scramble cone. Hey, you know what, Nancy? I have this thing called a pass, and I can go back whenever <laughs> I want. So I'm going to go back. And, and they're probably going to be open for a while, too. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. You know, I'm just not sure if this, <laughs> this whole concept's really going to fly with the American public. <laughs> <laughs> this, this theme park thing, I don't know. The only thing I'll say about the cones that probably – is challenging is the fact that the chili con carne and the chili uh, chicken chili verde comes in in a pretzel bread cone, which I thought was delicious, like Wayne said. However, you have to carry it the whole time. So yeah. if you're going to walk around, you can't carry a cone and a drink because you need the spoon to serve up the food. It's yeah. a two-handed thing. It's a two-handed can't, it's a stop and eat. It's a stop and eat. And there aren't your, quite enough picnic tables. Can't hold right. your kid's hand. Yeah, can't you can't hold, hold your child's hand. So you, so, can't so hold Ian's, your significant other's hand, the one that you're going to boss around in that, the um, tires. Ian's complaint was that when they go to hand it to you, often they're handing you the receipt and the money at the same time. Where do you put the thing while you're trying to put your money and, and stuff away? You've got to have like your partner with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, well, you know... All they need is something like they have at Baskin Robbins, you know, where they stick the little cone in the little holder just for the time being. But I think we can't talk talk about the cozy cones without talking about the specialty drinks. And the specialty drinks are what really make the cozy cone. I agree. Tried the lemonade, thought I went to heaven. Did you get the pomegranate one? Mary Jo tried the pomegranate. What'd you think? I thought it was delicious. I thought that it was, was one very of my refreshing. Husband. Yeah, it was so good. We tried both the grape. Did you guys try the grape one? No. Doc Hudson's try grape that tonic. One. Oh my god. That sounds like that would be really good. Grape syrup with Sprite and then uh, mixed berry foam on top. They're into foam for the drinks. That's what it was, the foam. I thought the foam yeah. on the pomegranate limeade was really good. I'm not used to drinking and, and at first I thought it was whipped cream, and I was drinking it, and I was like, this isn't really whipped cream. Yeah. But and, it was a nice... And the same it, thing with the lemonade, too. They had a special lemon foam on that, too. And it, it made the drink. Well, you know, and I I was a big person saying, oh, the apple frozen apple stuff is probably the same stuff that comes out of the container at the frozen apple stuff in Disneyland. Well, half yes, half no. They add a vanilla syrup. To the drink. So it's a vanilla apple, and I'm not really sure what the foam was on top, but that was a nice combination. I, I had that Sunday. That's what um, Kelly wants to try. 
along with the pair of dice, which I think is the absolute winner of the drinks. The Paradise is a pear, uh, cactus pear syrup. Um, some people call it desert. Well, okay. It's a desert pear syrup is the way they call it. Some people call it cactus pear. Some people call it prickly pear. It's that pink syrup with, with mojito syrup poured in there and then filled with Sprite. Amazing. Just amazing. Very, very, I'm very sure sweet. On, uh, and I'm sure on future shows we will have full food reviews of all of this stuff at the Cozy Cones and at Flows, and we may even try some of the the organic stuff at Fillmore's. Right. Um, we have covered a lot today. Um, we are what's today Thursday. Last last night was the red carpet uh, grand opening. The grand opening is tomorrow the, on the fifteenth. We will be there. Um, we will record a show and have another show up for you again next week with even more details. Uh, let's finish up, but I want to hear your favorite detail, unexpected detail if you want, in Cars Land. Let's start with Tony. Okay, don't get um, angry at me, uh, Mary Jo, because I'm going to take this one. At Luigi's, and I was pointed this out by Mary Jo, so... If she takes it, she can have it. I know you're waiting, <laughs> waiting for me to hurry up. The planters being tires. Oh, yeah. That was a good the, one. The topiaries. And, and, along, and along with that, the topiaries, yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was cool. Nancy, what do you got? Wait, no. Sorry. Oh, Change sorry. my mind. Three, ask me again. No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you can. Fine. Okay. My other one, which I found at the very end, and I posted to Facebook was actually not in Cars Land, was in one of the stores on Buena Vista Street, way up mm-hmm. high, were paints, uh, the glasses, jars of paint. Which oh, are yeah, in Atwater Ink and Paint. Yeah, and they were exactly just like the jars that were at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Wow. <laughs> I noticed that. Well, well, and I t- and along, yeah. along, along with that, and along with that, outside the door there, there's a sign that says uh, School of Animation, and it lists the last names of the nine old men. That is cool. Nancy, what's your, what's your favorite detail of Cars Land or Buena Vista Street? I, I like Tony have a couple, but I will only go for a few things. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Cars Land, I think one of my favorite details was in was the interior decor in Flo's um, indoor seating area and mm-hmm. Doc mm-hmm. Hudson's medical clinic. Yeah. Right. The whole one wing is all Doc Hudson's clinic. And um, and everything on the walls in the top, the first aid kits, the the this, the that. And um oh and also the um, there was a poster in there about, you know how you go into a doctor's office and you always see these, you know, cutaways of your body explaining how something works? Well, they had one of those for a car, and I'll let people just kind of find that one themselves, nice. and it was it was nice. really cute. Um, in, in Buena Vista Street, actually in the toy store, the toy store is one of those two low, ce- very low ceiling stores because it's right underneath the monorail beam. And I never had thought about that when it was in its 
you know, previous configuration, it never occurred to me that, oh, yeah, the monorail passes right on top of this, and that's why they have a low ceiling. Well, I was in there talking to the cast member, and she said that they have a fun little detail around the store. They have um, kind of like uh, crown molding, only there's a strip of about maybe 10 inches, 8 to 10 inches around the top of the crown molding, and they have a rainbow of lights that will circle the room every so many minutes. That is so cool. Thanks. Yeah, I thought that was really funky. Mary Jo, what are your favorites? Um, in Cars Land itself, my favorite is coming through the arch and the and seeing Radiator Springs racers, op that whole vista open up where I feel just uh -huh. totally immersed in the land. Right. That that To me, that was awe-inspiring. It's kind of hard to pick to, to there's so many cool things about the place it's really hard to pick and Buena Vista um, <laughs> right, right. Nancy said you know already said that but I, I like connect but you feel like you're in your in your a separate boutique in each shop it's you just do. the the way their architecture and the interior design I could I could just wander around the shops looking at all the details. Uh -huh. In there, uh -huh. and I won't mention the hidden Mickey's because I've only found one. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Toygo, my two have to do with environment. The first one being the look that you get when you're looking down Route 66 towards the traffic light towards the Cadillac Classic Range. Uh -huh. The feeling that you get of being in that environment, when I watch the movies, I tend to put myself in the movie. I'm not just sitting on the sofa watching the screen and listening and watching the movie. I tend to put myself in it. This is the first place where I have literally felt inside that environment that was created in the movie. I've been on a lot of attractions. I've been on a lot of rides, both good and bad. Radiator Springs Racers right now is the number one attraction. It, Tom, it, what about you? Uh, oh, did, Wayne, did you have something in Buena Vista Street? I like the characters on Buena Vista Street. We didn't talk enough about mm -hmm. some of the street performers, but I really enjoyed we will, we will. <laughs> all, the, all the special characters that are walking and participating all over Buena Vista Street. I think that's, that's going to be a big hit, and it was really fun. So well, that's going to add, add along with, with the red car trolley coming in and the, and the, all yeah. the music that's going on. It's, it's going to be really exciting. A very kinetic. Um, I don't the, the the Buena Vista Street to me is there's just so much there. There's the, the, just reading the signs on the buildings, like like I said, the the sign with with the list of the nine old men's animation academy or school of animation, um, the the d dance school upstairs, the the optometrist office upstairs. The little alcoves, the stairs uh, that go next to the restrooms that go uh, with something about Sepulveda Boulevard or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's yep. just so much there. Um, in Carsland, I could, I could just, like I said, I could just stand at, at the corner of Route 66 and Center Street under that blinking light 
that the third blink is slower. It's there's just I don't know. It's just there's so much to take in. It's I, I think I need to go back. I can Friday go can, back can't come well. soon enough for me. Exactly. I'm just well, gonna go show off my new hats cool. in Orlando. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, and like I said, we are going to have more f- for you next week, um, and and in the coming weeks, we're gonna you know cover this to as, death. Yeah, to death. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to say that, but yes, we are going to cover this to death. That is going to do it for this edition of the Biz Unplugged podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>